Hello. Hello, hello, hello. I'm your host KB and you are listening to the Ninja Turtle Power Hour podcast. So I wasn't planning on doing a podcast today. I'd actually had plans for, well, my next podcast planned. I'm waiting for the Rise of the TMNT Issue Zero comic by IDW, which should be arriving here on Monday or Tuesday. So I was looking forward to reading that and then doing a podcast, giving my initial thoughts on what was going to be the first story that we saw from this new series. But today I was out, went to the movies, went out for dinner, got home and went online to see that the first episode has already aired. Now, I'm maybe I'm just super out of the loop, which I didn't think was the case because I, you know, I check Ninja Turtle news, I check websites, I'm, you know, I see different places or different uh, news feeds on Twitter for turtle related stuff and... I somehow missed it. I didn't know that the first episode was premiering. I don't know if it's just online. I don't know if it's actually aired on Nickelodeon Network Television in the US. I don't know if it's released here. I literally have no information other than I went online and saw that an episode was out. So I dropped everything I was doing. I went and watched it. Now I've come here and I've had some issues setting up my sound gear, which was annoying. Um, But... It's been roughly maybe 20 minutes since I watched the episode. I haven't gone online to check any reactions, to see any feedback. I haven't done any planning. Normally when I do a podcast, I'll sit and sort of write down some dot points just of things I want to cover and you know try and get a map of my thoughts and get it so that the podcast can be coherent and you know streamlined. But that's not the case. I was just... What I wanted to do, I watched the episode, it's near, It's 11.30 at night now, so I've watched the episode, got my gear set up, and I just want to give you the raw, uncut, initial thoughts of what I have just coming away from this viewing experience. Now, if you haven't already watched the episode, um, I'm go- probably going to give a lot of spoilers here, so if you haven't already, maybe hold off listening to this. But if you have, just bear with me. Then I may have to re-watch it and cover my thoughts again in a future time. Um, because I may miss some stuff out. Because as I said, I'm just spitballing here. Um, I've just got so much that went through my head watching this 20 minutes of this new show that I just wanted to get out. Now, straight off the bat, overall, my viewing experience here was negative. I didn't want it to be. I was really hopeful. Um, maybe future viewings, future episodes, watching this story, watching these characters, watching things progress in the future will change. But straight off the bat, I was super excited to watch this. As soon as I found out that it came out, I I watched it straight away. But, I don't know, it was like two or three minutes into the episode and I was like, do I like this? Do I... Am I not liking this? 
And the further it got, the more things I just found that I was picking on. And I, I try not to do that. I try not to be negative. I try to be super positive. I think you would have picked that up in the podcast. I generally try and be really positive when it comes to the Turtles. But just as the episode was going on, I genuinely found that I wasn't enjoying it. And that is a hard thing for me. Because even like I, I bash fast forward a lot um the the last or well, one of the last couple of se- uh, seasons of the 2003 series when they turned it to fast forward and then they went into back to the back to the sewer back to the sewer wasn't very good but it was better than fast forward for me to date that is the fast forward series has been the the thing i enjoyed least about all the television releases and movies of ninja turtles People don't like the third live-action movie. I still enjoy it. I still get some fun out of it, even though there's issues with it. Um, a lot of people bash Next Mutation. I I really like Next Mutation. Um, yeah, I don't really like Fast Forward, but there's some stuff, there's some positive stuff that I can pull out of that, but it's just not a very good couple of seasons. Or I don't even know if it's... At this point, I've blanked out of my memory whether it's one season or two seasons. I have a feeling it's only one season. But either way, the point I'm trying to make here is I try and be positive, as as positive as as I can be. Because I know a lot of a lot of franchises out there have very toxic fans, and it kind of takes away. Because it's like you pick on something so much, it's you kind of wonder if you are actually a fan of it or if you're more a fan of complaining about the fandom. And I didn't want to be like that with Turtles. I, I probably won't be like that going forward. Um, but just, yeah, this... Like I said, this is just my raw initial reaction. And coming out of that first episode, I just really didn't enjoy it. Um, but I want to start off by talking about some... what I thought was positive things... Before I start trying to rip it apart. And I, like I said, I don't really want to rip it apart. I want to like it. But just some of the things, my initial thoughts. Now, visually, I found it interesting. So it it starts up, it goes straight into the intro. I thought the intro was pretty cool. I liked the visuals. I think overall it gives me like a... A graffiti style of vibe with the, um, I don't know how you want to describe the art style. It's kind of, um, yeah, it's obviously very cartoony, uh, very angular, but it just gives me a, especially with the sort of neon fluorescent coloring or tinges of coloring to everything. It's very vibrant and poppy. It just really gives me a a graffiti art style type vibe, which which is cool. Um, New York is obviously known for its graffiti, or the home of of sort of the the beginnings of the graffiti culture. So it sort of makes sense um, if you. It's just visually, it's different, and and I do like that about it. I don't really like the character designs. Um. Yeah, I uh, the certain things I don't like, like I don't like I 
don't like how massive Raphael is. He makes it feel like Raphael from the Michael Bay movies. It just... I, I totally am okay with differentiating them by being different sizes, shapes, heights, things like that. But he's just so huge comparative. There's one scene where he's sort of standing behind them. And he takes up as much space as the three other brothers in front of him. It's it's just ridiculously proportioned. When you have a character like Raphael, who's meant to be the muscle or the tough guy, and he's just so huge and bulky, incomparative with the others, it kind of, I feel in a way, makes them redundant. Because it's like, especially when he's in a leader position, cartoons and comic books and that throughout the years, we've always had massive bulking characters um, or a character, you know, anything like Street Sharks or Mummies Alive or any sort of show, um, Gargoyles, characters, of they have different um, sizes and shapes and, and that's completely fine. But when it's the dynamic of these have ninja skills and they're all sort of equal but different in their own way, when you take a character like Raphael, who's meant to be strong and, you know, what have you, and then you make him way bigger than all the other characters, and you make him the leader, it kind of just makes the other character... It's it's a bit... I don't know. Like I said, it makes him a bit redundant. It makes him sort of seem weaker than him. And, yeah, overall, this is where I'm going to go into the where I'm going to suffer in the podcast because I'm not going to be able to get my thoughts out, well, um, sort of in a linear fashion because I usually like to hit on all the points and I went straight into being negative. But yeah, I just, I don't really like the... I I don't know if it's art style or character designs, how you want to differentiate it. I guess I like the... I like the color, the color palettes. I like the style of animation. It's just the character designs I'm not specifically big on. The animation, and I don't know if it's just the stream or whatever I was watching, it's very fast-paced, which is cool. I like a faster-paced uh, story or action. It's, I don't know, just makes it a bit more fun, I guess. But... I don't know if it's specifically the animation of the show or just the sh- you know the stream I was watching but it felt very choppy. It kind of felt like older generation flash animation where sort of cells don't or actions don't come across as smooth. Like when they're walking and cer- there's certain things they do it it just looks like it goes choppy. Now, I wouldn't mind some feedback whether that's to do with the format I was watching it in, or if that's actually just a byproduct of the animation techniques that they're using for the show. It, I just found it very distracting, because I was constantly watching it going, is this not buffering correctly, or is it just... Yeah, it was just weird. It just threw me off a little. Um, so I don't know if that's, that is a pr- problem inherent with the show, but... So yeah, I like the action style, I like the colourfulness, but yeah, just not big on the character design. Certain things, like it looks like Raphael's got like a snaggle tooth, um, Donatello's got kind of like a Frankenstein square head, now whether that's his, 
um, his mask or he's wearing a helmet under his mask or I don't know, just weird. Um, the colorfulness added to Donatello, uh, sorry, Leonardo, like around his eyes and stuff. Is he wearing makeup? Is he painted? Is he, yeah, it's, is it, is it tattoos? I really don't know. Um, I don't mind the Michelangelo's got the bits on the front of his shell and they sort of mention in the episode, like, you know, give it to the artistic one as if he's a bit of, you know, a bit artsy. And I, and I don't mind him having different flair or whatever because he's artistic, but why they have different color combinations on them, it, it just looked weird. It just doesn't feel normal to me. And I don't want to harp on what a lot of fans online have said previous or prior to actually seeing this episode that, you know, it's not my turtles um, or, you know, it's just not what they're used to. It's not what they like. I'm totally for things that I'm not used to. Take me out of my comfort zone. But here they've just made stylistic art choices that I just not, just personally aren't for me, which I guess... This series isn't for me, but I still like to think that what is cool as an adult fan of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles would still be cool today for a kid. It's like if you show a kid today the original series or the 2003 series, generally they'll still enjoy it. They won't look at it and go, oh, this is old or this is crap. Well, maybe they will say it's old, but I don't think they'll be like, oh, the turtles look bad or anything like that whereas yeah I don't know I just I just wish the character designs were a little different but it could be something that we grow I grow to appreciate over time I wasn't super huge on the a super big fan of the 2012 designs when they first came out but they grew on me so that may be a case here um off the bat just the first sort of interaction that we see with the turtles they just i know that they've chosen different character or different personality traits for the story which i don't like the change of Raphael as the leader it feels like an unnecessary change obviously my uh donatello's still the nerdy one or the brainy one michelangelo's meant to be more artistic or cool or whatever you'd say Leonardo's taken on that comedic role and Raphael's taken on the leader role. Now, in this in this episode specifically, it they all felt the same. The 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 explanation we got was the show was going to be more lighthearted or more fun. And I don't know if it's just me, but the turtles came off as really not stupid, but they came off as incompetent. Just the their first fight with those... I don't know what they're called. Those, um... Well, just aliens or mutants or whatever. It, those two guys carrying the dogs were after that little... I can't even remember the name. The little magic alien. Uh, when they transform into those things, the turtles just get decimated. They've got all their traditional weapons, which was cool to see at the start. All their weapons get destroyed by these guys. It doesn't even seem like they know how to use them. And they just get, like, beaten up. And they get to make... 
they get made to look stupid, like tripping over themselves. And there's like a scene where Raphael goes, oh, hey, you know, ninja mode. And then they sort of fade back into the black. And I'm like, oh, cool. They're going to, you know, show their skills. And then it's just got them like hugging. They're like hugging the beams of the building and they can clearly see them. And it just, things like that all throughout the episode that make them seem really goofy. And yeah, I, I don't know. But as the episode progresses, I just didn't feel like any of the character traits that, or the changes that they made, like Raphael being the leader, Leonardo being the the jokey sort of one-liner guy, none of those changes that they made here felt like they enhanced or added to the story. And I feel like changes like that, such as like the adding the ma- the magical or the mystical elements with their weapons, uh, which I'll get to in a minute. It doesn't feel like it... If you're going to change things, make the change feel like it has a point. Like, I have no issue with changing April to an African-American. Asian, change it to whatever character. It As long as the character feels like April as at her essence, at her core, I'm not concerned. But just making a change, like, they kind of... They change her into, and I don't. I don't know if this is like uh, this is looked as like a stereotype, which I fi- I guess it is. Is like this sassy um, African American character, and I don't know. It just doesn't feel like April. And maybe we'll get more stories throughout the show. I I'm not confident that we will. That will sort of give her a different backstory and will make her character or the change of her character more essential to the new show setting and where the stories are going. But I don't really think that they've thought that much about it. I feel like they've just changed her for the sake of changing her, much like they've changed the dynamics in the Turtles themselves just for the sake of changing them. Now, because with Leonardo being the the comedic one now, they all come across as just talking, like just making jokes, and none of them really have a serious edge to them. Like, I thought maybe making Leonardo jokier and would have Raphael be like the straight line badass leader, but even he's talking, making jokes or cracking jokes, and is not very serious. Like, overall, just... The four of them seem very interchangeable. The most starkly different of the th- four, to me, came across as Donatello. And he's obviously still got that geek mentality about him, but he comes across more as, like, awkward than anything. Like, it's not like he's just nerdy and... He just feels kind of... Like, he's a downer in a sort of way. Just some of the ways he talks, his delivery, just the voice overall. He just feels like... Yeah, I don't know. He's just... He's the most starkly different. The other three, their personalities in this one episode... i got to give it to that. It's only one episode, so I could... You know, there could be more development to come. So I'll... I'll revisit... I'll try and revisit all these thoughts again and see how they... How they change... I mean, I guess you can't have way too much character development in one episode, but from first impressions, they just feel very interchangeable. 
Um, I haven't seen a lot of it, but I, from what I've seen, this show gives me a vibe of like Teen Titans Go, where they take these characters that we're familiar with, they dumb them down in a way, they make them more jokey and light-hearted, and it just feels very much like that. Whereas I'm okay with them making them more light-hearted and kid-friendly, but I still want them to... You know, they're still ninjas at the end of the day. They're still out to fight crime. They've still got a brotherhood, a camaraderie. There's still layers to them as characters that I want to see portrayed here. And like I said, maybe we'll get more of that as the show progresses. But just from what we got in this one episode, they seem very one-dimensional. Um, and just, yeah, those cha- the changes within the personalities just... It doesn't feel like there's a point to it as 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 it stands after this first episode. Um, like I mentioned, they they lose all their original weapons in the first the first exchange in the show, so all their weapons are destroyed as they go to this mystical place under New York City. They find new weapons which are glowing. And they're like, oh, cool, we'll get these new glowing weapons. And then all of a sudden, in the during the battle with this um, new character, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, um, voiced by John Cena, they just start having magical abilities. Like, I thought maybe with the mystical elements that they were going to add here, they were going to add like levels of maybe they sort of utilize their chi or there's sort of some there's something further going on like the prime example I would look at I don't even know if it's a good example but in the IDW ongoing series the way that they link the turtle characters to their past lives where they were killed in feudal Japan and then they're being reincarnated so then they have these elements of their past lives that they sort of reflect on or they know about so if you have some sort of mystical element make it part of their training make it part of their history or give it some sort of impact or importance not just hey, we found these new weapons and they have powers, that's awesome. Because it just feels really... Like like I was saying with the character changes, it just feels like changing things for the sake of changing things. If it's an organic change, if it adds to the overall story, if it adds gives extra dimension to the characters or we get more story out of it, that's okay. But just changing things off the cuff for the sake of it is, I'm not, yeah, that's, it's, it seems unnecessary, and I don't think it, I don't think it, I don't think it properly honours the, this huge lineage of turtle history. So I don't mind adding new characters even, having, uh, obviously, I don't mind... Char- More characters is, is perfectly fine. We're seeing new characters added all the time. That's, but when you also change things that are sort of lore, 
or they've just been part of the Turtles history, like this... I'm just going to call him John Cena's character because I can't remember the name off the top of my head. And that's where things like me preparing notes and stuff helps with my point uh, throughout the episode. So we get this scene where one of the delivery guys accidentally goes through the portal and he's in this new underground mystical realm or alien uh, alien and magic realm and he gets injected with this mosquito and it mutates him into a fish. So now we're going completely separate from, you know, TCRI or TGRI or Baxter Stockman or anyone having anything to do with the mutation of the turtles. Now it's completely John Cena's character is responsible for the mutations. So I would totally be fine. Keep the backstory of them being mutated by a science experiment. Because I also like the way that in previous stories, much like in Secret of the Ooze, where Donatello's... It it feels like they're a freak of nature. There's no real point to their being. And I like that in the sense that they're man-made. They're an accident or, you know, something like that. But they, through their actions, they prove that they weren't an accident and they've got purpose. Whereas here they undo that in they have some magical guy living underground who made their serum and turn, he's created them essentially. Um, I don't, I, I don't mind John Cena. I'm a wrestling fan as you would have heard me talk about. I, I like seeing John Cena and things. He's done, I liked him in train wreck and uh, blockers and stuff like that. I think he's a, he's an okay actor. I was a little put off by his voice acting here because it sounds like John Cena trying to play a bad guy. Um, he's got a he's got a rather deep voice, so I feel like he could have just played this character straight up. But I feel like they said, "Hey, John Cena, can you be play a villain?" And he's putting on this villain voice, and it kind of sounds stilted and unnatural. Uh, probably doesn't help that I'm familiar with him either. So just the whole time listening to it, I'm just hearing John Cena. And that's something I've mentioned, I think, in the 2012 series with the casting of, you know, Sean Austin and um, Seth Green and Jason Biggs and stuff like that. I'm not a big fan of known actors, even Johnny Knoxville in the first Michael Bay movie. Known actors playing characters, it just, I just hear them and it just really distracts me. So I assume John Cena is going to be play a big part in this series and be in a bulk of the episodes. He, from this first episode, it seems like he's going to be the main antagonist here, which I'm okay with having his character as the main antagonist. Just I'm going to be a little put off for a while at listening to John Cena do that weird villain voice for the whole season. Um... But like I said, I'm totally okay with having a completely new bad, bad guy involved. I don't necessarily think he has to be involved with the reason that the turtles have come into creation. There's like a scene where he sees them and then he gets he gets like teary-eyed and he's like, "Oh, my creations." And I it's is it going to create like a weird like father-son dynamic or something like that? 
I don't know. It could be something that is my stance is lessened as the season progresses and maybe the dynamic between them and the turtles becomes integral to the to the show's plot lines like in the 2003 series Splinter like Shredder was super badass and just wanted to kill the turtles at any cost. Are they going to have this dynamic in this show where John Cena's character is this bad guy, but he can't destroy the turtles because he's responsible for them. Like, that could be an interesting dynamic, and maybe, like I said, maybe my interpretation of this setup will... Maybe I'll gradually grow to like it, but it, just straight off the cuff, it it didn't, it didn't hit me in a good way. Um... I like the idea of this underground magical realm. Kind of reminds me of the 2003 series where they go underground and it's all the the crystals and the mystical, magical type of elements. I think's always been part of Turtles, so I'm cool with that. But just doesn't. I don't see why it needs to mess with the law of the Turtles being created by mutagen. Um, it just, yeah, like I said, it just doesn't feel like it's a necessity for this show. One of the things I really didn't like was Splinter. We only see him for one scene. He's like this chubby little guy sitting on the couch, stuff in his face. He was just, I don't, uh, I don't know. We come off having this really cool Splinter who's like this mentor and this big presence in the turtles life in the 2012 series he's super integral to their growth throughout the series who they are as characters who they you know their ability to overcome things their fighting ability here with the way he is i don't know if they're gonna have that sort of connection he just is he just going to be comedic relief? Because I hope not. Um, like I said, the turtles have come across really goofball and like they don't seem trained. I don't know where in the turtle timeline this is. At the start of the episode, they have their weapons. So you would assume that they've already been trained because why would they have weapons? But... When they fight John Cena's character, and I'm sorry to keep calling him John Cena's character, when they fight his character, he makes mention of, you know, with the right training, you guys could be, you know, unstoppable or something like that. So whether the indication is this is at the very start of their training, I think I read in some of the promotional materials that came out when the show was first announced, this was going to be a younger iteration of the turtles i mean we've definitely seen turtles like younger points of them in their in their lifespan but from all other versions of the turtles they're trained for the from as soon as the point that they can walk they're sort of trained to fight and that's what they grow up knowing they grow up as ninja turtles um and that's essentially their who they are as people is ninja. I don't I don't think we're going to get that dynamic here. Whether whether Splinter's going to train them, whether Splinter has trained them, whether he's capable of training them. Like we don't even know if he is 
he's a ninja, whether he has any ability, whether it's going to be one of those things where he is this sort of chubby, lazy, unassuming character who's just sitting there watching TV all day, but when it comes down to to it, he's you know, super badass fighter. Kind of like Master Roshi in Dragon Ball where he's this sort of woman-hungry kind of a creep in a way, but when it comes time to fight, he's legit. That could be the dynamic that they're going here with Splinter, but I don't know. I just don't want a stupid, fat, lazy Splinter. I want him to be a mentor to them. Um, But yeah, it just... Just hit me in all the wrong ways from this first episode. Like I said, there's some positive things here that the visually it's it's kind of cool. I really like the intro animation. I think that was was well done. I don't know how I feel about the intro theme song. It it's not bad, but it's not. It's got a bit of a homage to the original series uh, or the original theme song that they've sort of been you know, work it into the this and the previous show. Um, maybe it's a bit too um, alternative, bit too poppy or something for my like. It's, it didn't sound... It didn't grab me as cool straight off the bat. So it, it could grow with me over time. We'll see. But, yeah, I... I think if we had this animation style, but we just had some more traditional Turtles character designs, maybe I would feel a different way, but I think visually I have less problems with this than I do so far the character portrayals. So, unless the show can go on to prove to me that the changes that they've made benefit this, the storytelling from here on out, I think it's just I think it's a mistake to change as much as they have. You can keep the core nucleus of the turtles the way they are, but give them a new bad guy to fight, give them different settings to fight in, and you can make it feel like a new show. Specifically with the, the new art style and that, it feels like a dramatically different show anyway, but just changing fundamentally, they don't it, it doesn't feel like the Ninja Turtles to me. The characters, there's, while well, the characters have always had humor to them and they've had lightheartedness, they've also had a real strong sense of loyalty and morality and they've, they're serious when they need to be serious and they can kick butt when they have to and they can make, you know, they can make hard decisions, they can do what needs to be done but then have fun later. Here it just felt like they were just trying to make them... I, I know they've always been catchphrase spewing, but just joke spewing goofy characters, and it just doesn't feel like the Turtles to me. Um, yeah, I just... I, I know the show also said it wants to be more... Hu- like, they want to have more humor in it, but I didn't actually find it that funny. There were a couple little bits that I was like, oh, that was kind of that was kind of funny, but I feel like I got more genuine laughs or humor out of the 2012 series than I did here. 
May, I mean, I can see them going for more slapstick, but with regards to the dialogue and the things they actually say, I don't think the writing here is funnier. Um, but yeah, that could just be the first episode. I'll I'll see how the how it goes. I assume we have a few teams of or a few different writers writing for the show, so. I don't necessarily think the first episode is going to be indicative overall, so I'm definitely going to give it... Well, to be fair, I'm going to watch every episode irregardless because that's what I do, but um, I'm definitely going to give it till the end of the first season before I make my overall judgment on the show as a whole. But just based on the first episode, it just... Yeah, I... I guess fundamentally it doesn't feel like the Ninja Turtles and that's that's what was lacking to me. I know leading into it I'd made comments based on the toy line releases and previews and the change. I sort of I I was dubious about the changes, but now that I've seen them actually in play, I feel I'm feeling worse about it. And that is I don't know, it's unpleasant. I want to love I want to love everything that comes out and hopefully I can grow to love this over time. But yeah, just my first instincts just weren't very good. Um I, what I'm keen to do cuz uh I'm probably wrapping up this now. I don't really think I had any any other real thoughts to cover. Um Oh, going back to I guess to the to the creative or the art style, I liked uh, sort of the background music and stuff they did during the episode. That was kind of cool, and I like a lot of I guess because anyone who's listened to me knows that I prefer two D animation to three D animation. Some of the scenes they get and the i guess you'd call it the framing of the scenes um is very comic book feely to me like the first scene with the turtles coming down coming sort of out of the shadows and they go down the sort of um the i don't know what you call it the the grappling wire or whatever they slide down just the way that the scenes uh, directed art wise it looks very visually different and it's cool it's feels comic booky to me it sort of feels yeah it just feels different than anything we've seen before and that's cool but again just the character designs and stuff like that I I feel like if they sort of did this art style but like had like the character designs of like the 2003 or even the 2012 characters but in this art style would have been so much more impressive like the IDW comics version uh animated adventures what became amazing adventures we see the 2D art style of the 2012 animated series converted into 2D art for the comic books. I don't I don't know if I articulated that well, but I thought that art those designs looked really cool in those comic books. And I think if you took those designs and then 
tweak them a little bit, maybe make the change with like the headbands and whatever you wanted to change. And then you put that in this current Rise series art style, um, like look animation style and color palette. That would have looked really cool. But just not being a fan of the choice of character designs. And then just, yeah, it's... Like I said, it's more story-driven, more the writing than the actual art that does it for me. Um, Yeah, I I don't really know how to end my thought process here, but... First impressions, I'm... I've probably yeah I'm probably just going over the same points now so apologies uh, for that but just to sum everything up I guess I'm just my first impressions aren't good I'm definitely going to keep going I'm definitely going to give you guys my thoughts as it progresses I don't think I'm going to do episode for episode like I've done with the 2012 series I'll probably just watch a, a few episodes and then give you my thoughts and how it's going talk about key events. Um, another thing I noticed, because it looks like a few other episodes have been released, or maybe they're coming out, I, I'm, I'm not too sure. I don't think we, outside of the US, people really have access to watch the episodes, because I know they're currently streaming through Nickelodeon, so I had to watch them via other means, which I don't necessarily condone doing. Um... Entirely due to the legality of the situation. But it looks like other episodes have been released. And it seems like they are going to do... This first episode was a full 20 minute one arc story. But it looks like the going forward the episodes may be uh, two parts. Like kind of the old school Nickelodeon or Nicktoons cartoons. Where they had two 10 minute stories. Which... I actually kind of think that's an interesting way to do it. I like... I like that sort of style of quick storytelling. With the Nicktoon stuff, it was it's it was fun and fitting. Um, it kind of will maybe be like they did with The Amazing Adventures and the animated IDW comics where you had a couple of mini-stories per issue... I'm okay with that, but maybe add... um, I still hope they have overarching elements. So these small stories add to a whole overarching story throughout the season. So I'm interested to see where they go with that. Like I said, I'm, I'm keen to keep watching. I'm interested to see where they develop. I'm going to read the rise of the TMNT comic book, which comes in a couple of days. So... I don't know if I'm going to do a single episode. Maybe I'll do a do a short podcast just on that. Um, if there's any interesting or different talking points to really cover. But I feel like most of the stuff that I was going to get out of reading that comic book. I've already got based on watching this episode. So yeah, because what? It's the... We're three weeks into July... I wasn't I wasn't expecting this show to come out for another couple of months. Does anyone know or if anyone can let me know, I'm I'm like I said after this after I've finished recording this, I'm going to go read some reactions and see what the thoughts are online. But if anyone knows if this was 
always intended to be released in July and I just got my information wrong from the get-go? Or is this one of those sorts of things where they premiere a couple of episodes online maybe to get some feedback before they do the actual television release in September? Which is maybe what they're doing with that. I'm not too sure, but... um. Yeah, just interesting. Really big surprise that this came out. I just wasn't expecting it. It was cool. It was cool to have something to do this weekend, but it sort of just really took me off guard. I was sort of expecting to maybe see some more tidbits or screeners or stuff to give me a bit more of an impression before I went into the episode. So I don't know if I was really... I don't want to say prepared because that sounds like weird that you get prepared to watch a new show, but I sort of, I felt like, well, I guess because I was expecting in September, I felt less prepared, yeah, prepared is probably the best word I can use. I felt less prepared going into it, so maybe that's why these changes, maybe that's why the the episode hit me like it did. Um... But yeah, I'm I'll keep I'm going to keep going with it. I'll let you guys know what my impressions are of the next few episodes. Maybe my stance will change as I get more familiar with it. Maybe we'll see more develop more of the things that I'm sort of not enjoying here. Maybe they'll be rectified as the show continues. So while I hope I hope this wasn't too negative, I hope Maybe people are seeing my point, or maybe I'm speaking to points that other people have mentioned. Uh, like I said, I'm going to go read online, see what other people are thinking, see if they're in my same headspace. And yeah, I'll talk to you guys on the next episode. I This sort of throw off my plans um, for what my next few episodes. I still haven't finished the 2012 series, which I feel really embarrassed about, to be honest. Um, I didn't mention it at the start of this episode, but I actually just moved uh, a couple of weeks ago. I moved house, so that really preoccupied a month of my life because I was selling my house and just all sorts of drama that came with that. So I moved, um, set up in the new place. I've got some new gear a little bit. Um, For anyone that follows my retrospective stuff on YouTube, which I haven't done any plugs, so plug time. Um... I think about a month ago now, I did do my quick hit of the Ninja Turtles anime series, so go check that out. It's only like four or five minutes, so give that a watch. Let me know what you think, uh, but if you watch my retrospective, you'll probably see the settings and stuff in the background and changed, and that's because I've moved, so that's sort of... I think when I last recorded, I mentioned I did have plans for my episodes, uh, which still I still want to get to finishing 2012... I want to go rewatch the second uh, Michael Bay movie, Out of the Shadows, and cover that again. Because I haven't watched that movie in two years now. It's crazy that two years has passed that quickly, but I want to give that a, another watch and cover for the show. And there's still different things I do want to do for the ep- for the show. And yeah, like I wasn't expecting to do this Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles episode till later in the year. So it's kind of... Throwing my schedule out a little bit, but um, yeah, I'll give the the Rise of the TMNT comic a read uh, next week, and 
that may inspire me to do another episode, depending on what I really get out of that. But hopefully my next my next big hit is getting through 2012, um, getting through the 2012 series, because I've got the second half of the season five. So for someone to come on and talk for Ninja Turtles for the last two or three years, like I've been doing and saying what a big fan I am, it's really pathetic that I haven't finished watching that series. But I I think I keep getting put off because the next one I have is the next episode I've got ready to go is like a three parter, um, and I just with moving and doing my retrospective stuff and all the things that I do, I just want to cover it properly and I want to make sure that I, yeah, that I just do everything properly. I've just still got this pile of comics and um, yeah, pile of episodes. And the more it mounts up, the more it sort of puts me behind um, and the more pressure I sort of put on myself, which I shouldn't do that. It doesn't need to be pressure. It needs to be fun. So yeah. So as always, I really do appreciate anyone who continues to like the show, support the show. I still find new people finding it and enjoying it and subscribing and following along. So I do enjoy it. It's like three years worth of episodes to listen to. Uh, If this is your first one, go back and and check them out. Um, So yeah, check me out on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, all that good stuff. And, yeah, guys, I'll catch you guys next time. Cowabunga!